more frightening than his War of the Worlds, more imaginative than his time machine. Now, H.G. Wells' masterpiece of science fiction, The Food of the Gods. The terrifying tale of man fighting for his life against an ecology gone berserk. This is the last chance for an unsuspecting world against harmless animals and insects made huge and vicious by the food of the gods. Marjo Gortner. Pamela Franklin. Ralph Meeker. Ida Lupino. H.G. Wells' The Food of the Gods for a Taste of Hell. Rated PG. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. <laughs> Sounds like some bad movie. Oh, yeah. Marjo! Marjo! Oh, man. Uh, welcome to Movie Sarcastic and the Return of Marjo! Whew, this is a bad movie. Uh, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's back up here. Uh, welcome to Movie Sarcastic. It's a really uh, bad movie. The despondent one over there is Joey. However, the enthusiastic Scott is also here, so and he's willing to tell you it's not that bad. So fucking um, bad. All right, so uh, we are uh, we are currently reviewing films in the year 1976. Joey will gotta go into that a bit deeper later on, uh, but we are currently reviewing a film that Joey challenged to me. Uh, it is the H.G. Wells adaptation, The Food of the Gods. The Food of the Gods. The, the Food of the Gods. The, the food, food of the Gods. The, the Food of the Gods. The Food of the Gods. The food, well, the food is like actually the important one. The Food of the Gods, I would say. Emphasis on the food. Food, yes. They eat the food. The food. They get the big. The they make a bigger poops. Right. Well, so uh, this film is by Bert I. Gordon, who is not a stranger to making small animals look big um i believe one of the films uh under his belt is uh i hope i'm not mixing him up with a different director but uh be the beginning of the end where uh the, the he actually had a postcard with a building and had grasshoppers climbing up a bit to look like giant grasshoppers were attacking i i don't know but it all looks bad yeah, I mean, so he, he, he's 
been he's been in the forced perspective of arena of giant creatures before. This is not new. Great. Uh, so he's not good at it. Right. <laughs> now, uh, uh, we mentioned H.G. Wells. This is based on his uh, The Food of the Gods, and then there's actually a second part to the original title. Well, um, I love the in, the in the film, and it even says in the IMDb listing, it says, based on a portion of the novel. Well, that, that is correct, because the bulk, the vast bulk of the novel involves them, uh, these people taking uh, this uh, growth serum, uh, this food of the gods, and feeding it to babies and then creating giants. Okay. Um, that's the, but, it, but it first starts with the, the tale of, oh, we had to find this, we, found a, we had to find a farm somewhere to do tests, but the people that we hired to man the farm were sloppy, and so wasps and mice and stuff got into the food now everything started getting big and so we had a huge thing on our hands then after that's like the, that's like the prologue it's like okay now we got down to business <laughs> oh and i forgot bird eye gordon is also responsible for the um uh <clears throat> was the valley of the giants or um is the oh. one with the giant teenagers is that the one with uh Bo bridges MS, yes. mst3k did that one i think yes i believe they did too yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course well, they the did, Bo because yeah, he's not good at this. <laughs> well, but, well, he Bert, when, when you think Bert I. Gordon, just think... Uh, I don't think Ro of him. Ro no, just think of Roger Corman, but with a gimmick. Okay. And one of Bert I. Gordon's gimmicks is the forced perspective giant, giantism. Great. Or, you know. <laughs> There's a whole genre of porn he should have got but, into. Well, yeah, but, but, but before we get there, we meet Marjo. Marjo! Marjo. Marjo is he plays Morgan in the film, no last name, and uh, we, we learned football. at the beginning uh, through <laughs> several minutes of footage and uh, voiceover that Marjo plays football. I play football. Yes, Morgan plays football. That's what Morgan does. Yes. So in between playing football, football, they go out to an island to have some fun, which running around, which is hunting deer. Uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Y yes. Uh, yes. They <laughs> so the film opens up, like you said, with them playing football, and the before the big game, the coach says that to go out and you know decompress, oh. go relax. Right. And so, they take a ferry to the island. Now, be prepared to spend a lot of time watching footage of ferries, ferries floating, ferries docking, <laughs> yeah. ferries undocking, cars going on to ferries cars coming off of fairies there's a flow and a rhythm to it be prepared for it it's gonna yeah. lull uh, you it's what we like to call in the movie biz as filler <laughs> <laughs> filler a lot of beautiful scenery I, I especially love the scenery the one time where they're pulling into the dock and it's just obscured by haze and snow and fog and you yeah. can't see jack shit uh, except like some rusty metal there's a oh it's beautiful and you could tell it's mother. You could tell it's motherfucking cold because all of the football scenes uh, that they show in the beginning, they're all their all their breath is uh, it, it's 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 frosted. So, you, you know what told me it was really cold is is when they were um, racking shotgun shells into the shotgun with their gloves on. <laughs> yeah. When that when that happens, like oh, I guess it's really cold. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. We have we're getting ahead there. of ourselves. Yeah. So uh, Morgan and his his uh, football football pals uh, they split up and one of them is attacked and killed by giant wasps. Uh, he bloats up all stingy. Yes, uh, they, uh, they, they, they 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 go and they say he was stung by the equivalent of two hundred and fifty wasps, even though it was right. only one. So while he's trying to find help, 
uh, on the island. He comes across the only farm on the island, or on that side of the island, uh, and while trying to find the person that uh, lives there, is attacked by a giant cock. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was the biggest cock I've ever seen. It was a. It is one hell of a cockfight. I was. I was. A, I, I was engrossed. I lo- that was the best cockfight I've seen. Yeah, I mean, he's even making the right faces when you're dealing with fighting a cock. It was. I really, really couldn't get a good screenshot of it because there's so much. Every and he knows. You zoom in. You do a lot of movement, so you can't really tell what you're looking at. It was very hard to get a good shot of the cockfight. <laughs> But I do have the one shot of uh, when Marjo does one of his faces where he's on his knees with the pitchfork. And he goes, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. The <sighs> faces this fucking guy makes. <laughs> I just, I mean, and, and and just looking at his his entire resume of work, he makes faces in literally everything that he's made. Uh, the faces are, I took screenshots with subtitles where all it is is two bizarre faces and then, are you okay? And... <laughs> The only reason it's funny is because there's the faces are just insane they're making. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was I, I actually I, I had to I had to second guess myself on a lot. I was like, is this too obscure? Am I the only one that's going to laugh at this or think this is a good shot? But I don't know. I'm no. probably right on some of them. I, I'm all in. <laughs> it's the only thing I really enjoyed. So, so uh, uh, after after he uh, after he defeats the cock. Um, he comes out and, uh, and he, he, there's giant chickens in there as well. And, and then he runs into the, the uh, Mrs. Skinner, who says, uh, Mr. Skinner's not here. You can't come around. But can I ask you to look at something for me? Can you tell me if these are mouse holes? Rat holes. Rat holes, sorry. Yeah. Rat, rat holes. Which I thought was, yeah. was kind of weird when she's asking, hey, uh, can you look at this and just tell me if you're thinking what I'm thinking? And it's like, lady, yeah. and, and it's just it's what you're thinking. Here's smart filmmaking. It's like the film does not try to over-explain it from this point. She, he's in there. We've already seen giant chickens. <clears throat> she just says, oh, yeah, we they won't eat it unless we mix it with the seed. And then there's this goop Oh, the cornmeal or the chicken and feed. And then there's cornmeal, and yeah. then there's a mixture of it. And he's like, you better stop feeding that to them. We are right, We already know what it is. That's it. We know what it is. We know what's happening. We know. What oh, you didn't happening. know it was food of the gods by the F O T G uh, in big giant letters on the jar. Well, that's well, that's what I'm saying. That, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying about the film. The film really lines it up in one nice shot. I said, "Here's everything you need to know. Just strap in for some giant animal scenes. That's it. Every anything else they explain at this point is just a redundancy to keep you interested. Right. But we already know what's happening. We know right, what's happening. Feeding animals. And not only do we know that they're feeding animals, but we also know that other animals, like wasps and rats, are also eating this stuff. So, like, we're already in on, on what's happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's... He still leaves, gets his friend's corpse, leaves the island with it, and then, like, and then acts like, well, I didn't report that to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should go back and have a look again. Dude. It's like, like, maybe we should go take care of ourselves. So they, they didn't tell anybody. About the giant animals, assumedly. No, they didn't mention it to anyone. Uh, or, or, or if they, honestly, if they, if they did, maybe they didn't believe them. So I'll, I'll, I'll give that's well, even plausible. It is. Plausible. I, I mean, and then he, uh, who's that guy that's with him? It's his manager, right? Uh, yeah, they're, they're um, because he was talking about making a phone call about uh, for him, you know, setting up yeah, some sort PR. of. Me- yeah, yeah he's and he's and he's guy. like, you know, damn well, you don't have to do that for two days. Let's go to this island and go explore it again. And the guy's like, I don't want to do that. He's like, well, you're doing it. 
and uh, that's that's what's happening. And he's like, okay, fine. So then he forces his PR guy, manager, whoever it is, um, to go with him. To go with him. To go, you know, back to this farm where there's there's giant animals. Where his friend, who plays football with him, um, who they 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 make sure to let you know that he's had nothing but good luck. Does never been injured. Always uh, get you know does a good job on the field. Is never an issue. And then well, yeah, that, he has that conversation where he says just that. Yeah, and and he's like, well, <laughs> maybe his luck ran out. I'm like, well, that's what? <laughs> maybe his luck well, ran out. It, I, it, it did. It, it it completely did. I, oh yeah. yeah, no. If there was luck to be had, he had no yeah. more that day. So so, um, but so overnight, Mister Skinner drives tries to get back home, but his car because uh, he was in the big city. That's right, they he keep was, they keep mentioning talking. that the big yeah, city. Gonna, gonna make a deal to make make money. So on his way back though, uh, his car got a flat or something. I forget why he pulled over. Um, I think no. I, I don't, anyway, rats kill him. I think it was. I think it was a flat. Yeah, and uh, yeah, rats start crawling all over his car, and they just like drag him out with him screaming. This movie's rated PG, by the way. It's a pretty loose PG. It's, it is. It's it one is. swear word away from just being an R rating. I, I recall watching bits of this as a child, um, and by not 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 any of the bits though that would have required uh, a higher rating. So, <laughs> um, but so so we know we know that he was in the city looking for somebody. So th- they show the next morning. They pan up and they they show the car wrecked and a pile of viscera, of obviously like intestines and stuff. Just like in front of the car, and then the the business guy, like car zooms by. Yeah. And I I I, I can't believe there's not an overshot of a. It's not a pile of blood. Viscera. Like, Shut up. <laughs> it's not important. The guy. Well, because the same guy also drives by um, a pregnant woman trying to flag them down for help. Uh, yes, yeah, they do that a few times in the movie. Right. It's like um, where oh, that she was pregnant. He's like, yeah, and. It's like really the. I know they were, he was driving fast, but that that was a huge pile of like intestines. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you know, you're a real bastard. He goes, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, and I he know. Laughs. He laughs. <laughs> yeah. I, I I know all about it. Yeah, he he doesn't embrace his death as much as he embraces his uh, his, his um being a dickhead. Uh, no, of course but, not. Uh, of yeah, course but not. yeah, it kind of comes to territory. It so, really yeah, so does. So they're they're on their way to farm because they're in a wheel and deal for the food of the gods. <laughs> And while they're there... I just love all these um, shots with the miniatures and the rats crawling <laughs> on them. And it's like, for, not for one second am I supposed to even believe that that's... Right. Well, we, and we, we haven't even gotten that far yet. No. I'm just looking at some yeah. of the slides that are coming up. Well, we don't get to that point until... Um, well, uh, we don't get to that point until after uh, the, the guy from the big city, the, the bastard, uh, arrives. Yeah. Because then the, 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 the man with his pregnant wife, um, because what happens is, you know, the rats attack their Winnebago and they escape and they make it to the very same farm. I mean, I, I don't, apparently it's like a, a straight shot to this farm. There's nothing anywhere but this goddamn farm. Yeah, yeah. It's the only farm on that side of the island. Yeah. I mean, it might be you the know. only farm. That's what they said. I just said. It's the only farm on that side of the island. She oh. says that. Well... Where's you the, said on that said, side of the island. I'm saying on the whole goddamn yeah. island. Oh, on the whole island. Well, then why would she specify that side? I don't know. 
she's got to have a neighbor somewhere that she's pissed off at. Yep, probably. Uh, so let's just so when Bennington uh, Benzington shows up uh, with his uh, doe-eyed uh, Lorna in tow. Yeah. Uh, who 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 you know is who has who has who's, he's she's just ready to jump all over uh, Morgan the minute she sees him. She's 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 she's, uh, she's star crushed. <sighs> this is what I'm dealing. This is what I'm dealing with. Oh, Joey has a dog. This is what I'm dealing with. Yeah. So, but so while he's there, they kind of establish everything that happened, and and I just want to reiterate that this is the origin story: is that Mr. and Mrs. Skinner found on their property that a uh, that the Earth had splooged. Splooged. It is literally. Splooge. Just, like a, 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 just a splooge semeny uh, discharge, p- puddling in the and the and, <coughs> and the origin is specifically, we couldn't get any of the animals to eat it. Milo, it's enough. Not even that one. No. We couldn't get any of the animals to eat it, so we had to mix it with their food to trick them to eat it. You're tricking the animals to eat this thing. Uh, even before they started growing, they didn't know it was going to make anything grow. They're just making their animals eat this random shit that came out of the ground. Random at shit. Least, yep. At least the, the stuff. The guys tried it first. Well, I mean, she, she, um, right. Nobody could be a whore like you. You're number one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. There's some, there some great lines. When there. I heard that line, I was like, "That's a really good line." Um, <laughs> but well, what's funny? What's funny about that is when they're talking about specifically him. It's that scene. Where yeah. he's scooping all this shit out of the ground, uh, because that's where it is. The, the 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 woman keeps talking about how it was given to her, given to them by God. Yeah. Not the gods, just God. God has right. given us this gift. But um, they keep calling it the food of the gods. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she specifically says it. So they're they're specifically making that distinction between uh, the, the gods sending them a gift of the gods. Right. So, so it makes it doesn't make sense because it, there's this, it's face. not a great. I, I can't. I cannot take this actor, Marge. I cannot Marjo. Mar- I, I just cannot take him seriously. Oh, I, don't get me wrong. He makes bad movies, and I they tickle me pink. But it's just like, look at his face. <laughs> He's thirty two years old. That is a that is the face of a forty five year old. For me, it's it's like if you t- if you took Terrence Hill and crossed him with Slim Goodbody. Yeah, yeah, true. That's what you would have got. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if, if he, you know, if, if he disrobes, you'll see that he has the Slim Body outfit on at all times. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, well, she starts talking to him about, so what are you going to do with this stuff? And he's like, you're going to make big chickens? So it's like, world hunger oh, will the, be a thing of the past. The big, the big debate, yeah, on, yeah. on you know, how you're going to solve everything with it. And then she's like, well, what are you going to feed these big animals? And he's like, well, I'm going to... I'm going to have this become plant-based as well and make giant vegetables. And then just that whole conversation is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't get a good screenshot of it, but I, I love the end of it where he, he, he says, like, I think of the children. And she's like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> she stormed away. It's like she's done with the conversation. <laughs> oh, no, he plays a really good bastard. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, he played an asshole. I'm not yeah. sure it wasn't a stretch. Yeah, uh, it probably all of wasn't. us, all of us, are dicks at some point. We we can recreate that. That's not of course magic. Yeah. That's just tapping into the lizard brain. <laughs> uh, but 
um, while, while they're having these philosophical debates on what, whether you know he's doing it for himself, if he's going to save anybody, or if it's going to be harmful, uh, Marjo and gang are out shooting and electrifying rats, trying to st- stymie the flow. And uh, oh, and during all this, well, pregnant you, woman. You know what's interesting the, about uh, that scene? What's inter- interesting about that scene is they they the where they're electrifying the rats. They're they're electro- yeah. electrifying the fence. Yeah. Um. What I liked about that scene is that they didn't, they actually didn't half-ass it with how they electrified that fence. They're, they're pounding a copper pipe into the water to ground it, right? And I only know this a little bit because, not that I electrify fences, but it's like I know a little bit of a, a, about, you know, uh, electrical work. They, you know a thing or two about a thing or two. I know a thing, yeah, exactly. So he's, he's pounding that copper pipe into the, like, the little stream, that little... A tiny little stream that's there to ground it and then he takes the other end and the uh the positive end and he puts it on the fence to electrify it off of a generator and i was like they actually did that right like they didn't just say we're just going to hook this up to the fence and now we got an electric fence I, I, they I actually I, I did it the right way i don't know however way they're doing it i don't think they're going to jump the fence uh no they're probably no. not nope uh so so they they do that logically Oh, and by the way, they used a lot of males, uh, rats, during uh-huh. uh, all of this because I've owned rats. I, I, I've actually owned plenty of rats uh, in my lifetime. They're really good pets. Um, yeah. Yeah, Mare and I... I we, you we, having rats? Uh, we, we did, but it was in our apartment days and when Mare was still living at home and I was living at home. So uh, we haven't actually had a pet rat. We haven't had pet rats in probably about 15 years. Well, this is probably a good reason not to, because they might they might become you know, gigantic, explode. gigantically yeah. cute. So, so, but anyway, yeah, so what I'm so what, hold on, I, I want to finish what I was going to say. The re- I know this because I've owned pet rats. They used a lot of males because they had they have very large balls. Okay, and when you watch when you watch these scenes of these rats climbing over each other and like try, climbing on things, trying to get in the house, there's balls everywhere. I, I just wanted to point that out. Okay, one. <laughs> I don't remember seeing any rat balls, and I'm, oh, I'm and I'm happy about that. They're there. And, gotta, and two, you really can't and, miss and them. Two, let's let's not pick this as a me too moment. It's not going to work. <laughs> okay. All right. There are females in there. There's so, there there are, but so, there there are plenty of there are a lot of male right. uh, balls. So at this point, the pregnant woman and her husband yes. are at the house with. Uh, Mrs. Skinner, uh, Bensington, and uh, His, uh, then uh, and, and Morgan. Right. Uh, Bensington dies. Uh, horrible death. Horrible, stung to death by by giant wasps, and uh, he. Uh, I forget. Was he trying to leave? Did he uh, leave his car? There was a there was a weird part. All right, I. It, it, it is a horrible film at certain points where. <laughs> It's kind of hard to keep track of where the bad scene is. Right. All right. Help me out here. <sighs> Milo, why don't you come down here? Come here. Come on, Milo. Come on down. We'll give you the mic. Come here. Milo. <laughs> so it, it, at this point, it just becomes a survival game. It, it's just uh, it's your, your typical, okay, yeah. we have this line of defense that's gone now. We have lost this line of defense. So they're, they're boarding up like it's a zombie attack. 
uh, but the rats start breaking in. You know, it's just like Attack of the Killer Shrews, same setup. And um, as it happens, they lose a couple of people here and there. Um, and there's a lot of debate back and forth about who should have done what, when. And I, I really like uh, that Mar Morgan's character pretty much just says, you know what, I just, you, you got to do something. Go lay down. I'm doing something. All right? You know, <laughs> what else is it to do? Do something. Yeah, exactly. But, and it basically just comes down to, are you going to help me or are you going to fucking go get eaten by rats? Because I'm done. <laughs> but it just, his, he, he keeps losing his, uh, his I, I guess, the whole team morale kind of thing. Uh, but he kind of loses his uh, his coachmanship near the end there. That's why he's on the field and not running the show, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Uh, so and there's so there's a lot of shots to them shooting r giant rats and, uh, and uh, no, they're not actually shooting. It looks like they're rats. like... Um... I mean, they add gunshots to, to, to those scenes, but it looks like they're just shooting them with, like, little red paste. It was actually, like, a high-powered uh, jet of uh, fake blood. Yeah. So okay. it would stun... It would stun. It was enough to stun the rats when it hit them. Oh, okay. And it would splatter and it looked like blood. Uh, I'm assuming... Probably, probably the most ingenious special effects in the film. Yeah. I, I, I'm also assuming that uh, PETA would never even allow that at this point. Like if you tried to do that again, Peter oh, would is, Peter wouldn't even allow it. There's no this way. Is the this is the seventies. This is the reason Peter watches movies now. <laughs> yeah. This is the shit that what what were they, they were doing? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This this is what these are the ghost stories that came, that got around. Um, now, during the fray as well, we have the pregnant woman. All right, I have to confess, I was I was like ninety five. I haven't seen this film. In, in its entirety ever in my life so it was it was great to actually sit down same and watch here it. and i've actually seen less than that i mean i've, I've seen literally bits and pieces uh, I, some of the rat scenes is it. the only thing i've seen with, with the uh, the big giant heads and all that the, the, the... I, in my, my childhood memory i remember all the scenes of like the, the the long shots of the rats on the river and stuff and trying to get around right but anything anything involving human dialogue and interaction i don't remember that was that's how what the age i was yeah i probably wasn't even caring so i didn't realize marjo was in it until i started watching it we'd already um had the pleasure of dealing with marjo not only in star crash uh but he was also the bad guy in uh what, what what's his face oh um uh, he played. I think he played. Earthquake. Earthquake. That's right. He played Jody in Earthquake. Yeah, he was the National Guard guy with, with, with a heart of rape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of which, I, I, what I <laughs> speaking of rape, what I thought was interesting. Oh. Uh, one scene I thought interesting is, is how they decided to have uh, um, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Skinner uh, have a death embrace with the rat. Oh. Yeah. It, it's 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 almost like at the moment they, they 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 both like connected. It's like oh yeah no yeah this is a better idea yeah yeah I'm better with you I'm better and just like just just holding on to the rat. It's very Excalibur of them before Excalibur did that. What the giant rat? No, the embrace thing. Oh okay. Speaking of yeah. which, yes. to to yeah. to to just stray away for a split second. Oh no. If anyone didn't think that Zack Snyder is infatuated and loved Excalibur after seeing Batman vs. Superman. He pretty much confirms that in Army of the Dead. Yeah. 
because they during the whole scene where they're cracking the safe and and, and whatnot they play the excalibur music oh you let's know. wrap this up. And that did you watch Army of the, Army of the Dead? I did. Army of, of course. All right. I did. Let's wrap this up and do a quick five minute review because I got to ask you a question about it. Sure. All I right. Got two questions to ask you about it. So All let's, right. Let's, let's... So uh, that's the review for Food of the Gods. Um, well, I don't know. Hang on. What? Well, no, I mean, oh, we want to wrap it up. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, you know, because you keep losing ground, so uh, eventually it ends up just being uh, the the four young people uh, standing on a terrace outside of the house. Because Marjo also floods the dam. What? Yeah. Marjo knows. <laughs> knows what's up. Yeah. And and he's out there shooting. And he shoots the white mouse, which for some inexplicable reason was the leader. Well, they, I saw they that they did that. It's an albino mouse, uh, which yeah. I've owned those too. Um, I well, Obviously, they did it to sh- because they're all... You know, foul, right. you know, they're all like you know, brown and black, or mostly just the brown uh, variety of rat. And they have this one white albino mouse, so it's just like, all right, they're going with that. Uh, what was well, that movie? Well, Be- uh, uh, ben. Which one? The one with all the rats. The rat was yeah. named Ben. Um, they made a movie. Oh, Willard. 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 Ben is a sequel. Ben is a sequel. Ben is a sequel. So it's yeah. like they, they kind of took that well, aspect and would, made one a leader. I, I would say the more obvious reason is that if, you, if you're trying to make it easy for the audience, you make sure you can tell the, the, the leader from everybody else. Yeah. And if you compare it to the film we just reviewed recently, um, uh, Roar. We didn't review Roar. We didn't review Roar? No. Oh, shit. I thought. What year did. did Roar come out? Because that's, that's going to be a challenge. I could have sworn we did. We never. I mean, I have it, and I've, oh. I've talked about it, but we've never reviewed it. Oh, I, I, I would compare it to Roar in some way, but I can't now because we haven't reviewed it yet. Um, but, yeah, so it, 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 the end has a whole thing where we follow an, a couple of sealed. Uh, oh, thank God. God jars. Roar's 1981. We will get to review it. Okay. For a split um, second, I thought it was like, you know, we already passed the year, and I'm like, no. shit. All right. right. Go ahead. So, Sorry. Say during Mar- Marjo's end uh, voiceover, his, he has a opening voiceover where he talks about his grandfather predicting that the Earth would rise up against man, <laughs> and which and it doesn't seem to bother him that, that this happened. And then he has a voiceover at the end that kind of explains, that tries to explain in detail why we should be afraid, while visibly they show sealed jars, uh, empty jars, but still sealed jars of like the food of the gods floating into a corral that's that cows are drinking out of and then from there we see the milk being fed to children at a school we get the idea <laughs> yeah got it um but i don't know where i was going with it that's that's where the that's where the film ends and it's just it's very drawn out and annoying that a film like has to explain that to you well i think what they're what they were doing because i obviously i never read any of the 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 novel and you explained earlier that it started off with them making giants i think they wanted to throw a little bit what it sounds to me like they wanted to throw a little bit of that of that of that that in and at the end because kids are are drinking the the milk which 
obviously has the food of the gods, the the formula in there, and they're going to become gigantic because that is part of the novel. It's what since, it just immediately makes sense to me that that's what make, they tried, and that does make a hundred percent sense since Bert has previously made a film about giant children or teenagers in that case, right? Yeah. Um, so he, he's setting himself up for if this is a success. I can do that again. I already have the equipment, <laughs> and um. And it could also, at the same time, be a nod to the actual progression of the story in the original text of H.G. Wells. Right. Uh, you know, I, I would have to assume if they were that familiar with it, they would, they might, is a possibility. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, uh, I, I enjoyed the film. <laughs> oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't hate it. I mean, when no, I, no, no. at the beginning of the show, I'm like, this is a really bad movie. It's just, it's like, this is something. That I would show, that we would show on a on a on a bad movie night. You, you didn't let me finish. Oh, sorry. Uh, I I really enjoy this film as long as Marjo's in it. Oh, of course. Well, of course. Marjo is just that he brightened my day. <laughs> I feel like he's actually like related somehow to the guy from Rotor. <laughs> There has to be some kind of blood link there. Well, speaking to him very quickly, apparently there was a 1972 documentary called Marjo. And it won won the Oscar for Best Documentary. Oh, I got to track that down. Okay. So it came out in 1972. It stars him. He was born into a family of evangelicals, right? And they said... What did I say? You, you missed a syllable. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I said evangelical. Evangelical. Evangel. Whatever. You know what? I can give a fuck. That's if- why I was saying just keep going. It's okay. Evangelical. Yeah. Into an evangelical family, uh, where he was preaching at the at the age of three. Anyway, fuck. No, I gotta I gotta get the track of that documentary. So see- the documentary talks about his mother and his father. Uh, basically doing that for a living and then them having him do it at a very young age, as early as three, and them uh, or having him make them a lot of money and then growing up into like an adult doing it as well, but he has like no faith, doesn't believe in any of that shit and he was doing it strictly for money and this whole documentary is, is they follow him like as an adult before he started doing film um, which I believe is probably how he got into making movies because this documentary won Best Picture, uh, Best Documentary Feature, I mean. Um, so I thought that was very interesting that he grew up in this family where he doesn't believe in any of that stuff, but the money is just, it's there for the taking. So when I saw it, I'm like, shit, I need to see this documentary now. Yeah, no, I'd love to track that down. Yeah, it's called, it's called Marjo, M-A-R-J-O-E. Yeah. 1972 best picture or best documentary feature All right, won the so Oscar. Seven stars, right? Uh, talk me into a five. <laughs> <laughs> Marjo. Marjo. Uh, honestly, I, I think what it loses in like script and acting uh, and credibility. It gains with the ingenuity of the forced perspective uh, scenes with the rats and everything. I, right. I think it's it, it just harkened back to the old days of like guerrilla filmmaking that involved craft. 
yeah, and I, I, think, sure. I think it deserves a lot of and it, it was enough that they made a sequel we've got a sequel coming up we might be able to review what year did um, that one come out was that a couple of years later I, 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 it's, I think it's the 80s actually no kidding yeah, I think oh like, my god 1989 um, told you holy fuck um, that's, that's going to be a whole different beast that a oh my god film. yeah uh, I, I think <laughs> that one got a 3.8. I, I think the film deserves enough credit that it really should not be lower than a five. I, I think there's a lot. I, I think the film crap behind it really just gives me a, a little bit of pause for for shit talking it too much. Acting, script writing, yes. Uh, the filmmaking itself, th- there's a craft there that's been lost in I'll, some generation. I'll, I'll go five only because of Marjo. Marjo, Marjo. That's why I led with Marjo. I should have. I should have closed with Marjo. I'm looking at some screenshots for Food of the Gods too. They are literally using the exact, the exact same special effects. With the giant, the giant prosthetic, you know, like rat heads and the force perspective, and we're two years removed. We're only two years away from Terminator Two type special effects. But at that point, it's an homage. Okay. All right. So fuck that's this is so bad. I have bad. a challenge for you. I have to challenge you now. Correct. Yes, that is correct. All right. I have now my, I have my yes. No, I was going to say um, our the way our format works is that we we started in 1973, which was the year Scott was born, and the way it works is Scott started that, so he challenged the movie to me. If I felt that we were done with that year, we would move into the following year, which would be 1974. And that's how we do the challenges. So I challenge Scott to this film of 19, uh, 1976. If Scott feels that we are done with 1976, he can move <laughs> us into 1977. But I don't think that's happening. Oh, there's no hell. No way we're getting out of 76 that quickly, <laughs> sir. Now, now I had, I had a dilemma here because what did we before this, what did we review? Uh, right before this was, was it Logan's run? No, that was my challenge to you. You challenged me. Hold on. I have it. <clears throat> don't even remember the film. I really don't. <laughs> wow. I, I don't. Dude, I don't remember we, what I did an hour ago. <laughs> my, we've been my, stuck my, in horror. My fucking we Massacre at Central High. Massacre Central High, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've already done horror massacre uh, a Central couple High. of times. Yes, and I don't want to get I don't want to get in, I don't get in a, a, a mess doing that. If I wanted if I wanted to link this to something, I, we could easily bounce off of Food of the Gods and the King Kong, but I don't know if I want to do that. I think we need a, a refresher. I think we need a break. Okay. So if we're not going to do horror, that cuts off half of my list. That cuts <laughs> off two thirds of my list. That cuts off most of my list. That's um, all of your list. Never now, pour, there, never pour salt in your eyes. Never there, pour have, salt in your eyes. Always have, pour salt in your eyes. I have three comedies that I'm looking at on my list. Uh, four, but I'm not counting the fourth one right now. Is I got Silver Streak one of them? On what is Silver Streak one of them? Duh. <laughs> I might actually get Mare to watch that with me. That might be just one of those that, films. Just for that, then Mother Jugs and Speed. Fuck. Well, looks like Joey's watching another movie alone. <laughs> I'll get Holly to watch this. Mother Jugs and Speed. Is that the one with Goldie Hawn and... Um, uh, I, I, I know Bill Cosby's in it. That's all I remember. 
and I've never seen it. I, I, uh, I, I was deemed too young to watch it at the time, and the bits that I did see, I didn't understand the humor. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of a different film. That's the, the, yeah, the something something fox is the one with uh, Goldie oh, Hawn. You're thinking of the uh, the Duchess and the Dirtwater Fox. Yes, that's also 1976. Yeah. Mother Jugs and Speed. Is this the one where it has the scene where he's getting rubbed down with uh, with vibrators? I have no idea. I, I I'm saying I haven't seen the film. There's uh, a scene. Know- there's a scene in a Bill Cosby film. It might be this one. I might be wrong. I'm probably wrong. But there's a scene where he's getting like a massage and these like pretty girls are doing it and they're using vibrators, like actual, like, like no bones about it, vibrators. All I know is he drives an ambulance. That's the only thing I know about this film. Hmm. I have this movie. Another, oh, I do too. I've another just never pe- another, actually watched it. I actually have it in a folder um, that I was putting together for a 1976 year because it was the year of my birth. And I never actually made uh, a I never made uh, a category for it or um, playlist I should say I never bothered to do it because when you I was do a category huh you could do a category for that well I know I could but then I realized that you know I was getting all the films in 1976 which is the year I was born and then I got so many I'm like I'm still nowhere near all I was like I just stopped getting them yeah it was just too many. It's like nobody cares that I was born in 1976, but me. <laughs> no matter how, no matter how much I like the idea. I I care, Joey. I know I, you do. I care. I know you do. All right, awesome. Mother Jugs and Speed. I look Mother forward Jugs to that Speed, one. That's it. Yeah, a little little comedy break from the from the horror. Yeah. Shit Came out uh, theatrically May of 1976. Yes, and and. Um, uh, the star is also a uh, a beloved childhood comedian of mine, and also a currently convicted sex offender. <laughs> Stars: and, Bill and, Cosby, Raquel he, Welch, Harvey Keitel, Alan Garfield, Larry Hagman. And I just want to be able. I just want to point out that I'm able to actually hold both of those existences to, in the same hand. <laughs> there you go. And it doesn't make my tiny little mind explode. Not yet. He could be. He's a. He's, I am chock full of enjoyment of everything he did, like up until before the Cosby Show when he was doing stand up and he was hilarious. Right. I still love all that stuff, and at the same time, I acknowledge he is a sex offender who's rotting in jail for a reason. Serial rapist. Serial Con- rapist. I'm con- sorry. I considered I, potentially. You know I, I, hold on. Uh, not I only apologize. the. Okay. Yes. I, I need to apologize because by calling it a sexual predator instead of actual serial rapist is what he was. I was actually diminishing what he did despite not need, meaning to. So apologies. Okay. Um, not only is is he a serial rapist, he is quite undoubtedly, obviously, the most famous. And oh, because of how many women were involved, they they they're saying that he is. The okay. most successful serial rapist. Well, he, hey, that, that's the that's the that's the put that's the magic of Don't the do pudding it. pop. <laughs> put it in the pudding pop. Um. So real quick, speaking of uh, sexual assault, army of uh, army of the dead. Yes. All right. Real quick. First thing. Question is about the the switch where they had to reshoot the whole thing because of the sex guy that was a sex predator. Yes, it was uh, 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 Chris Delia. Apparently and, and he's like, he was banging underage girls or, uh, you know, presumably, allegedly 
download. Uh, oh, we're not, we're not uh, journalists. We, we're not journalists. We're not, not allegedly was having sex with underage girls or one underage girl, and he admitted to having, you know, us being addicted to sex and having a sex problem. So here's a little backstory: Army of the Dead, and Zack Snyder has never had any real luck with things like that. Like when he was doing Watchmen, he wanted to do Tales of the Black Freighter which is the comic book within the comic book. And he wanted to do it live action. Gerard Butler was supposed to be in it and all that stuff. And Warner Brothers basically said, we're not giving you all the money to do a live action. We're giving you a much smaller budget to do it animated. So he couldn't do it. So he had no luck with that. Although if he did it at live action, it would have been amazing. I know that. With this, kind of the same thing. He shoots the entire film with Chris Delia in the movie. How is that the same thing? I'm just saying he had no luck with <laughs> like getting like the. Yeah, I like how you just go into so much detail about the other instance, and it's like the reason that are same is as well. You know, bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the first instance, he. I don't know. No, he, no, no. First instance. In the first instance, that he he wanted a certain budget to do it. In this instance, he didn't. But then had to because Chris Delia was a sex offender. So they had to reshoot all of the scenes with, um, oh, what's her name? Tig. Tig uh, that's right. Now, now, did we talk, did stop, we talk stop, about this stop, on stop, the show? Eh, eh. Yeah. I'm not even finished asking you my question. Oh, okay. Go ahead. My question, the whole point was I wanted to ask you a question. Did, did, did you know going into it that 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 had happened no not at all okay did you notice during the film that like, that had happened uh i noticed that she was alone in a lot of shots <laughs> all right i did i didn't notice I, I i paid attention but i didn't make any connection like that until i heard the story which i heard like a week after i watched the film did i tell you the story I, I not because but I did hear it from you then after because I have a but, theory. There's a line that she has, and I have a theory of why that line exists. That I did we talk about that? that. Did we talk about that. that on the show? I don't recall. I'm, I'm going to tell it again because if I didn't talk right, about it on it the short. show, make it short. I, I'm 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 going to okay. So after Chris Delia was removed, and they shot all of the scenes again with Tia. There's a scene in the movie where she's because she's the helicopter pilot. She's talking about how she is at least the first, if at the very minimum, the second most important person. She goes, and she starts pointing, I'm more important than that guy. I, you know I'm more important than that guy. And you know I'm more important than that guy. And I'm more important than her. And I'm, you know, it's like she does this whole thing where she's talking about how much, how more important she is than all of these other people. And I'm watching this and, you know, I... I found out about the Chris Delia thing like after I had seen the movie and then it hit me. I'm like, that scene exists because of how expensive it was to reshoot all of her scenes and to put her in because they had to do CGI backdrops. They had to take the scenes that were acted out already and then uh, superimpose her in. Yeah. They had they spent a ton of money to do it. That's and why and Zack Snyder has already said that the money it costs to put her in the film to replace Delia is the entire budget of them doing the prequel that they want to do for all of these characters in Army of the Dead when they were battling all the zombies that lead up to this movie. Right. 
So I have this prediction that that line I, I exists really, because of how much money it costs to put her in the movie. I really, I really hope they don't, they don't, they don't do that. Make prequel. a prequel. Yeah, I really hope they don't. I want to see the Delia footage. I want to see the. And I want to see the Chris Delia what, version of the movie. Now, now the one thing I do Hollywood though, knowing like, them, so they're probably going to destroy when, when he, it. What? I said knowing Hollywood, they'll probably destroy the, the footage. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, with the whole Tig Notaro thing, so I didn't know. I didn't realize it during watching the film. I didn't make any. I didn't notice anything was really off or anything. But so a week later, when I found out about that news, immediately my brain like scanned right back to the scene where they first hire her. Yeah. Or, and and like there's a fence between them, and yep. it keeps going back and forth. <laughs> it was like, yeah, uh huh, yeah, that was reshoots. It's like, it's like you don't know what you don't know how to know what the job. No, I don't care for that much money. I don't care. <laughs> there's like zero fun. interaction between them as yeah. far as like they're in the same shot. It wasn't like an aha moment for me as much as like an oh yeah that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, second question. Yes. Overall opinion of the film. I did like it. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, it hit all the spots that a zombie film should hit. It you know? it hits all the spots that it's supposed to hit. It's a very formulaic film. Yeah. And There's no surprises. There's no, no real oh. And and the thing of it is too. It's like I'm watching the movie and I'm the 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 daughter of. Um, uh, the one character I don't remember his name, but Batista, uh, he plays the character. Uh-huh. Um, his daughter fucks everything up. I oh, mean, yeah. like oh, royally. Oh, but the thing is, I think we did talk oh, about yeah. this on the show already. They did that real world mentality of it. It's like, listen, this whole mission is either going to fail or succeed because of your actions. You know, right. And it's not well, a cringe moment where it's like, why are you doing that? It's like a human moment. It's like, you're fucking stupid, and you're going to get everyone killed. I've always said this about zombie films. The truest zombie films are one, and, and Zack Snyder knew it because he painted it right into um, the main theme yeah. of his remake of Dawn of the Dead, is that all zombie films are about bad decision-making. Yep. yep. And, no matter how and, annoyed I was by his daughter, in the end, I'm like, that's just the way it's got to be. Yeah. So yeah, and I was like, I see. I, there were parts that would annoy me. It's like, oh, this is so like unworthy of a Zack Snyder film. Hold on, this is a direct to cable Zack Snyder film, first of all, or whatever you want to call well, it. Well, it was supposed Street. to come out theatrical, uh, theatrically, but Netflix bought it. Yeah, but still, I was like, it's, it, this is like, this isn't like supposed to be an epic. It's supposed to be a small, fun film. Yeah. So although yeah, it was and, two and, and a half hours. It is two and a half hours. Yeah. And it almost feels like, almost feels like it. But, uh, you, you know, it's like the one cliche he put in there that, like, is driving me insane. It's like, I know he has to do it. And I, but I, I mean, please tell me he, like, is sad on the inside. It's like at least three times in the goddamn movie. You know what? Where you and I are standing here alone, I'm going to tell you. I think you're a fraud and I'm going to turn you in. <laughs> and I'm going to stop you. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Stop there's, you from no doing that bad stuff. Bad. Yeah, no, right? Oh, but you know what makes up for it is like the film has three like false endings. Yeah. And af- after the first one, it's like Zach gets it. No one gets out alive of a zombie film. <laughs> no, there are no happy endings to a true zombie film. And Zach, even though he enjoyed the characters and made everyone love him, he understood nobody survives. That's why. That's why I think he would and wants uh, and people want this prequel. Because these characters, you get to see them again. 
I Listen, I don't care if they make it. I really don't. I'm not vying for this prequel. Be like, oh yeah, did you hear that? I could give a shit. Um, I enjoyed the film, and th- and that's how I'll, I'll I'll go with it. As long as they turn this into a level on the new Left 4 Dead game, I'm in. Oh, back for blood, baby! Free on day one. I'm already there, man. Fuck, Pre- man. Pre-installed, yo. <laughs> I fucking cannot wait. I remember Scott and I were talking about that, and I'm like, I'm buying this day one. And then Microsoft has yeah. their E3 show, and they're like, you don't have to. If you have Game Pass, you get it day one. There's like 30 games that are coming out day one this year. This year, and we're already halfway through the year. Smart move. Dude, Scorn is coming out in October, is or no. Yes, yeah, Scorn is coming out sometime in the fall, probably presumably for Halloween, which is basically like H.R. Geiger, the video game. I know this has nothing to do with movies, but I'll, I'll tell you real quick. I guarantee what their long-term goal is is to try to if is, you, you sensitize everybody to this idea of having like this library that you access all the time. They're going to eventually get it where it's a hundred percent just subscription service, and everybody gets whatever they want. And there, there's going to be so much money funneling into that. Microsoft so, in five, it, well, not five, probably maybe they'll sell one more console, but then they'll probably never have to sell a console again. Like, they'll do one more next-gen console, and then everything will be cloud-based. There'll still be a console. I mean, maybe. But, you, th- th- but they'll, it'll eventually be all cloud-based as far as, like, you're not going to be buying discs. Um, the purists want the disc because then you actually own the content. But these games nowadays, uh, some of them... Some of them... The purists are going to lose. Of course they are. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, because here's the thing, some of these games, what is it? There was a game just you know very, very recently. You need an online. You need an online connection. You can't even play the campaign without it. I forget what game I'm it is. Sure. I, I'm I, always not connected, so I don't know. I, f- I forget what game it is, but if you don't have an online, if you're not online at all, then you can't even play the campaign. Not even the, it's not even multiplayer. What it did just, you say just it, just it, before it, that. What. Before this campaign thing, the multiplayer. I was talking about, we were talking about Game Pass with day one. No, I was, I was, I was going to say something, and he kept talking about that over and over again. I forgot it. And oh, I'm sorry. Sad, sad, and despondent. Don't be sad. Okay. Uh, but you were talking about how the subscription base, uh, there's going to be consoles, you know, that the uh, yeah, purists, no, the purists are going to lose. Oh, the pu- thank you. The purists are going to lose. You know why? Because they got their vinyl back. They can shut the fuck up now. <laughs> you got it. You got your pure, pure stereophonic vinyl. You got that. Everyone into it again. You're, you're, you know, you, you were, you were ahead of the curve. Enjoy it. You're done. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, as someone that owns vinyl, uh, I could, I don't care about buying new vinyl. This is all vinyl that I've, that I've inherited, and every I don't once care in a about while. Music. Every once in a while, I'll throw a vinyl record on, but I'm not one of those like, oh, did you hear? The White Stripes have a new album, and it's on vinyl. Or, you know, Jack White has an album. It's I don't care. Wesley, Wesley collects vinyl. Eh, okay. Huge. Wesley, That's huge fine. into vinyl. Me, I, I, all I have now is an Amazon music account. That's it. <laughs> I do, too. That's, that's, all I can, that's all I can be bothered. And I figured if I bought one CD a month, I'd be paying more than this, and they have most of the stuff. I oh, like. yeah. Whatever. I think I it's five. I think it's five bucks and a month for why. Amazon Music. 
And that's why eventually they'll be able to get away from discs 100% because people are fucking lazy. And yeah, yeah. I know they can still buy, buy vinyl and CD now, but that's a whole different group of people right. far more active in their lives than yeah. video gamers. No, of course. Uh, well, here's the thing. Um, Microsoft has already said that they do not care how many consoles they sell. They don't. Because yeah, they're basing the their model on Game Pass subscriptions. And they've shown that by not be, not allowing me to buy one. <laughs> there was, they, they, uh, as a matter of fact... They've been very specific about that. As a matter of fact, uh, I'll send it to you. There is, there is something you can get where you can get an alert of when it, become, it comes in stock. What? So i got to jump up in the air the minute they decide they're going to sell me one? Fuck them. Well, it's not Microsoft. It's like when retailers no, like Best no. Buy... All and... of them. All of them. Everybody involved. Fuck them. When, when I'm ready to buy one... This Christmas, I'll think about it. <laughs> listen, they're and not. If, and, and if it's listen, available then, fuck them. They're not hurting without your money. Nobody is hurting. That's what I'm saying. So why, so why am I going to jump through fucking hoops? And like, I know they don't give a shit that they've insulted me deeply and personally. No, stop I it. I understand that. It. I can't believe how many times we have to talk about this. It is not. It is Until not. It is not Microsoft's fault. It is not Sony's it fault. Is. It is. It is not their fault they cannot get parts to make they more consoles. They could have handled it so much differently than just not bothering. You should be mad. What you should be mad at. You should be mad at I'm all not of mad at anybody. It's pissed. Okay. You should or be annoyed. you should I'm be annoyed. pissed and annoyed at the websites like Walmart, like Best Buy, like all of these other these sites that allow bots to buy all of the consoles. Yeah. What are they going to do? What do you mean, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? How are they going to stop you? Their, their job is to sell shit. How are they going to stop people from buying stuff? One sale per customer, like Costco does. I agree they should do that. Other than that, I don't if you, I, if you buy, If you buy an Xbox or a PlayStation online at Costco, you can only add one to your cart. That's, that's how you stop the fucking bots. But these websites don't care because they just sold 100 PS5s, you know... For five hundred thousand dollars, no, so again, fifty thousand dollars. People destroy everything. I'm mad well, at society as a whole, Joey, but I'm going to funnel it to Microsoft for now because I can, and because they're a big conglomerate, so they can defend themselves. <laughs> I'm not going to go start kicking around the the store clerks over at uh, Costco. What are you fuckers doing? Selling my shit? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, anyway, that that's who you got. You need to be really annoyed I, at. I don't need to be. Annoyed. And Microsoft and Sony and all these companies, they can't, they cannot. Well, it's fun. They can't force these websites to say, listen, you know, we want people to own our system. We don't want these bots to buy them. And then they're sold at, you know, two and three times the price. They can't do anything about it. Yeah, because that's freedom. Freedom. I mean, you could go buy an Xbox Series X right now, but you'll pay a thousand dollars for it. Yeah, yeah. So you mean I can't buy one? No, you can, but you're no, going to pay. You're going to pay double. I'm not gonna pay double for that. There are plenty. Well, I'm just telling you, there are plenty of systems are. to I, be I, had. I There's plenty to be had, but you have to overpay for them. Refuse. Well, good. I would. I wouldn't pay more than yeah. than the retail I'm, price. I'm not, not going to support a crooked market. I, I don't know that. I don't know that I can meet somebody. 
Like if I said, hey, I want to meet to purchase this system and then show up and just fucking just get angry and leave. Like I would meet them there. They think I'm buying the console. I'd be like, you know what you're doing is a real piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. You shouldn't be doing this. And then just walk away. Oh, the clerk? No, the person, the douchebag trying to sell me a $1,000 console that is really 500 bucks on through Craigslist or Facebook market marketplace, all that stuff. So, so you're gonna pay them a thousand dollars for the satisfaction of? No, I'm not gonna pay them anything. I'm just gonna meet them just so I can chew them out and then leave. Waste their time is all what right. I'm saying. That's, hey, you know it's an afternoon. I can it's, see that. It's like you're the problem. Go fuck yourself. Maybe, maybe you know? see a movie. It's like I already own one. I just wanted to do this to tell you what a piece of shit you are, and then get in my car and leave. I'll, I'll drive you there. I'll, I'll be there. You want to do I'll that? Back up. All right. Yeah, sure. We could do it when we. Uh, when we hang out, uh, when yeah. we come to Texas, I'll be up there for a full week. Man. Although, hopefully, by then you'll you you will be able to get your hands on one. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not concerned right now. I'm more annoyed by, about by anything else. So I, you know, to end so, the show because we're going long now. Oh yes, that's a good um, idea. Uh, I was chosen to do the Xbox uh, Cloud. It's in beta, so you can play a ton of games through the cloud without a console you can play on your your android uh device phone tablet or on your pc yeah i've done that on my phone i tried it out it's awesome now what you can do like if you have your tablet or a phone i have my phone you can get an hdmi um compatible uh uh, to usb-c uh converter Uh plug the usb-c into your phone plug the HDMI into your TV, and then you can play all those Xbox Cloud games on your television with an Xbox controller over your phone. Hello, kitty. What are you That's doing nice. here? <laughs> so It's really awesome. It's like you don't even need a console if you have an Xbox Game Pass account. You just need this adapter. So the, the, the next challenge is Mother Jugs and Speed. Mother Jugs and Speed. Yes. What are you doing? Joey. What are you doing? Joey. Yes. Go. Go over there. Yes, sir. We're going to end the show now? Let's do that. All right. Let's do that. (laughs) Get out of here, cat. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us, as always. Uh, You can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can download or listen to the show there. You can go to our iTunes, and you can download or listen to the show there as well. You can go to our Facebook at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. You can also leave us a voicemail at 908-514-4470. If you want to leave us email, it's themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to get the app for your Android device, it's moviesucktastic.com slash mst.apk. Install that, and then you can listen to all our shows right on your Android device. Or, what I've also been saying is you can download your favorite podcast player, just do a search for Movie Sucktastic, and that works too. And that's what I got. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Majo! 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 All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Believe it or not, I'm Majo. <laughs> got, 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 got